Blog Talk Radio. Well, well, that music is going to start in a second, but today it is September 17th, 2015. Tom Hayes and Moody Garino. Tom Hayes and Boston Mass Music. And Moody, we'll let this song just play a bar or two, yeah. and then uh, we'll get going here. But this is a Sometimes great way to bring it back to the stack. But you got to go back. You know, talk about when she walked by, what a shame, of a Coke bottle frame. How many big wide hips in a Coke bottle frame? How many how many Coke bottle frames were in the sugar shack? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, Chuck told me, reminded me, and uh, one of my friends uh, also reminded me, you had a, I think a Indonesian Eurasian uh, uh, waitress. Yeah, Shangri. Shangri. She was a legend into herself, wasn't she? Right, she was. She was. She stopped the show one day at a nightclub and sees uh, Tamanya there on uh, uh, one of the highways out there. I forgot. Framingham. Yeah, there was wow. a big nightclub out there. Uh-huh. And Jerry Lewis, uh, she stopped the show. Jerry Lewis looked at her and went crazy when he was appearing there. <laughs> well, listen, you know, one of the things and uh, <clears throat> he meant that when that girl left me, what a shame. You know, the songs that we're going to play today, boy, they talk about heartbreak and nobody could get those songs across better than the artist we're going to play today and all of the artists that came there. And I was just and talking to my buddy. You gotta Go give credit to the writers and the the songwriters too. Oh, absolutely! Just uh, crazy. And uh, my friend Alton Hardaway, uh, who I met on the uh, beach in Martha's Vineyard uh, at the age of fifty-six or so, we had been living parallel lives in Roxbury all our lives, and we were in the sugar shack at the same time. Never met until thirty years later. And we were just talking today, and he, I told him about some of the songs that we're going to play today. And he said, you know, he says, he, first of all, he, he wrote you a nice note on your Facebook page, thanking you for all the good times at the Sugar Shack. But he also said, you know, when he re-listened to those songs, he loved the show we did with uh, the Stylistics and the Delphonics. And he says, you know, when I listen to those songs, he says, I understand now why 
those women in the sugar shack threw their panties on the stage. (laughs) (laughs) They they were throwing them when Al Green was there. They went wild when Al Green Green with all those soul songs. They went wild. Pulled them off the stage. We'll have to dedicate We'll have to dedicate a, a program to Al Green, but he said he said he also. I just got off the phone with him, and he also mentioned to me I'm gonna. He can't call in today because he's got a, another appointment, but he's gonna call in one of these days. But he says the other thing. He was the one I told you that one of the uh, prostitutes came up to him and said, "Hey, I pick you to be my pimp," and he said, "I can't do it." And she said, "Why?" He says, "Because my mother won't let me." <laughs> <laughs> My mother won't let me be a pimp But he said He says uh, When we play one of the songs today I want to keep them as a surprise for you He says He said one night I saw the girls throwing their Their panties on stage And he says one of my buddies looked at me He says what are you doing He says I'm going to throw my panties on stage That's funny. So, that's funny. Oh, it's really great stuff. So anyway, one you of know, my the girls, I, I, were, the girls were so happy there that you're right. You mentioned the word uh, the girl wanted to choose them. They used to choose their pimps. It yeah. was unreal. And when I heard that story, I couldn't believe it. Jerry Maffei was telling me on the bar. You know these girls come up and they choose who they want. I said, No shit, I never heard of that. You mean yep. they go around to the guy and they choose him? Yeah. He says you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> yep. Yep. He uh yep. And he got chosen, but he couldn't because his mother wouldn't let him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hey, listen, one of the most exciting groups in that place. I mean, the electricity of these guys, because there was one of them that was a real clown, and they were so darn energetic. Uh, so I'm going to play this one. You're going to, oh, my God, I just love this group. Here we go. She was a good love. You, you, you know who it is already, don't you? Is that clocking on us? No, this is Hal Oven. Here we go. Get ready, buddy. Hal who? The Hallows Melvin in the Blue Notes. She wrote oh, the Blue Notes. Notes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, here you go. She wrote the sweet love. But I had her right here in my hand. But I had her all to myself.
You know, they destroyed the room when they did that song. You couldn't you couldn't get in there when they when they had that hit record because they were something. That was a popular group without a hit record. They oh, yeah, they know. were very they were they were very well uh, respected in there. The the crowd loved them for some reason or another without a hit record. And then when oh, they got the hit record, it went to. It went to their heads too. Sometimes, you know, I had a big problem with them one one time, and uh, uh, I don't know how it was all. I even had them in Miami to open up the club in Miami. Wow! And they were and uh, they were up and down with me and all that. And but Teddy Teddy turned out to be a real pleasure. I told you that story before. Yeah, he worked for me. Yeah. Tonight. 
Yeah, we're going to – yeah, you told me a couple of days with him in the car from Miami to Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Then, uh, then I was taking him back to Philadelphia, and we got surrounded by about 10 or 12 police, unmarked police cars. Pull yeah. over. <laughs> What's going on here, officer? <laughs> <laughs> They searched, they, they searched the car, so I was thank God. I told the guys, are you guys clean? They said, yeah. I said, well, what a break. Imagine going to jail for trying to do a good deed, taking them back home. It was my Italian, my Italian mother always said, no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I'm going to play Teddy here in a little bit, but, you know, I mean, again, the uh, words in there, you know, um, we loved each other. We just couldn't get along. How many times has that yeah. happened? How many times has that happened? That was uh, uh, one story with me and my wife. We loved each other, but we couldn't get along for love of, love of beans, believe me. It, yep. And, you know, it's and like he says, you go your way, I'll go mine. Right, right. It didn't go that way. (laughs) No, no. And you know, and you couldn't hear it though. I don't understand that when I pulled that, um, when I downloaded that, it was sounding great. I don't know if there's a problem with uh, the upload or what. Yeah, it comes over very weak here. Yeah, yeah. But I think sometimes, Rudy. This week when we're on the air, but later on, it comes across clean when they play at the podcast. Well, that's good. That's good. As long as it's clean on that side, that's more important. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I'm going to talk to, the, I'm gonna talk to uh, the, the blog talk radio and see what was wrong with that. But let's see how the rest of them go. But it's too bad because there was a place at the end there when they do that. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Yeah. And so many of those you know, groups could hit those high notes in harmony. You know what, 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 what I remember about that group? They had great choreography. Oh, and, uh, they, they had they dressed immaculate, and uh, they were fantastic on the stage, the band, everything. You know, well, they God were damn it, somebody, somebody should hit me in the head for not filming the, or waking me up to the fact. Yeah, well, you know, you're lucky. We're lucky in one sense. Yeah, Yeah, we're lucky in one sense. This stuff is on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube, but I'm saying the the complete shows are not on YouTube. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. (laughs) You know, know, the messing around with the audience and saying uh, hello and talking with the show, you know, all that stuff is not there. Exactly. And, you know, two of them, they were real comedians, those guys. One of the guys could pantomime faces, and uh, he would always improvise and just create so many, many laughs. Uh, no group made you laugh the way those guys did. You know, I got a thing on, uh, my daughter told me the other day uh, that there's a Blue Note show in uh, someplace in Pennsylvania. And really? I said, well, the only blue note left that I know of is Harold Lloyd. He was the youngest of the group and the original. He was one of the originals. And uh, he's still kicking around because I talked to him about a couple of years ago. He gave me a number. 
and I tried to call it for the podcast show, and the number was around, uh, disconnected or something, you know. You know, these people are having a hard time, you know, as they get older. They don't have any trades, you know, for work and things like that. All they know how to do is sing, you know. Yeah. I wish yeah. we can get a show going, a soul festival, and try and start some kind of a uh, fund or something, uh, create some kind of activity for them, you know, if we get You're lucky. Right. Well, we're headed that way. We're going to, you know, keep plugging away here. You know, this, I pulled that, um, that was on YouTube, that particular cut. And that was, believe it or not, that was performed in 2008. 2008? Yep. They 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 were that they they were that strong still in 2008. Right, right. They still were strong in 2008, almost 40 years later. Yep. And they... Uh, yeah, about roughly 40 years later. Yep. Maybe so they were, 30. Well, they were well into their 60s, and I'm going to tell you something. They could still move. Yeah. Yeah. They still had all the choreography down, you know, choreography down. They were uh, just dynamic, just dynamic. Well, how long ago did Teddy pass or something? I don't know. I'd have to to look that up. 208, they did that? I think they did it way earlier than 208. Yeah, well, well, oh, Teddy wasn't with them. Yeah, or right. in this cut, they must have it was posted that. that. Yeah, it was they just four of them. That, um, no, 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 they, no, no. It was definitely performed in 2008, but it was just four of them. It was um, Harold and uh, the other three. Oh, oh, I see, but it wasn't with Teddy. No, no, Teddy wasn't there. Yeah, all right, that's it. Well, but well, I don't know, remember the old. I don't remember that opening. I remember they went into the love I lost and oh, the yeah. crowd went out of their minds. Because oh, everybody God, loses dude. a little love every now and then. <laughs> Nobody could sit still through that song. No. That was you know, one of the gems. Oh, yeah. I mean, just talk about a nugget. And, uh, you know, they, again, they, well, you know, Harold. I mean, talk up Teddy, of course, was just a giant. But, I mean, man, the voices. I mean, Harold, how – it's funny how one becomes a star and the other one, you know, the rest, they they they, they, they certainly achieve a certain level. But how one becomes yeah. a superstar, we'll never figure out. But, man, Harold Melvin, did he have a voice? Oh. Yeah. I mean, he well, was the one – yeah, he was the one singing the lead on that. No, Teddy Pendergrass. Well, yeah, but when I Maybe saw, not. yeah, but when I saw Something. when they filmed this one, it was Harold. Oh, it was Harold. Oh, oh. Uh, no, the the original, the original was Teddy Pendergrass on the hit. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, listen they, to Harold. They, yeah, but ha- listen, to Harold in that one, he was phenomenal. Yeah. Well, Harold too was the leader of the group and all that. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. like. He put the group together and all that, you know. Right. But uh, you couldn't beat that Teddy boy. What a gentleman he was. And then when I saw the police had his face in a seat, I said, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the nicest guy you want to know. He says, are you kidding me? He's a nasty guy. I said, you can't. Oh, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was um, so fun, but Well, listen, let's play... Let's play another one by Harold Melvin. This one's live as well. The other one was live. I think this one is live as well. And then we're going to hear Teddy perform it by himself. So here we go. Great song. Here we go. Let me tell you, Patty, you know this group because when you talk about class and style, when you talk about Philly International, when you talk about Kenny Gamble, and when you talk about Leon Huff, if you don't know me by now, you will never, ever know me. Ladies and gentlemen, the Blue Nose, Harold Melvin's Blue Nose. Let's hear Teddy now. Teddy, um, this is Teddy doing it by himself, actually in concert. And uh, let's see if this sounds a little better. Here we go. Oh, 
that tells you why he was the star. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Tom, I want to make sure I don't get it clear over here. I barely can hear it. And uh, as long as it's good on your side. Well, there's lots of volume. It's just uh, it isn't uh, very clear today. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to going to talk to them. I'm going to play all of the ones I have and hope uh, hopefully it's just uh, sometimes, like I say, it's when we're live. And then when you replay, it sounds perfect. So we'll see. Yeah, because it was a, it was a terrible sound. You couldn't even. Yeah, yeah. You it's, couldn't it's even, today, I'm very disappointed today, but I'll uh, I'll get back to them. Um, so well, here we got. No, some, what I'm trying to say is, uh, you know, for the fans outside, not for you and I. I know, you know I we want to be, right. Exactly. We want yeah, to make sure it's right. Yeah, our apologies, but we'll uh, we'll get it corrected. Right. I can. They've got a wonderful technical support here. Uh, this one surprised me. I didn't remember this song, but it was in the queue when I pulled the other songs off. Uh, you're gonna, oh my God, what a great song! I mean, talk about yeah, the lyrics. Wait a minute before before you do before you do that. I want to you you rang you rang a bell in my head when you mentioned on uh, the song. It says Gamble and Huff uh, did the song. You don't know me and all that. Right. Gambling up with the writers in Philadelphia. They, oh. they they had the they had the recording company. The funny thing is that these two guys came to visit me. You know, my little club had more guys. We had uh, Gambling Hump came in. We had uh, the Showboat, uh, the guy that owned the Showboat up in Montreal. Then we had the the guy that owned the Apollo came uh, and. Uh, then we had the guy that had Soul Train. He came. Uh, what a shame. He ended up killing himself. I can't believe it. Uh, we had some big people come into the Sugar Shack. We had wow. Chris Christopherson and Rita Coolidge, Merv Griffin. I was just looking at an article how he come in and discovered Wayne in the Swinger. I mean, in the Sugar Shack. Wow! Uh, I, I looked it through my notes, and Merv Griffin discovered him in the sugar in, in the sugar shack. Wow! So uh, we got some nice stories to tell when we get going. I love them. Now, and, would these guys would they just drop in, you know, unexpectedly, or would they call ahead? Or yeah, unexpectedly, unexpectedly, you know, they they just came in. And when they come in, they went. They they asked for me, and uh, even Jimmy Brown, the football player, the uh, the all star football player, Jimmy Brown. Yeah, you were saying what the Friends of Distinction? Yeah, he he managed the Friends of Distinction. I walk at the door and I look at this giant. I'm looking from upstairs. Uh, I said, "Who the hell is this guy?" When I went there, <laughs> this guy looks familiar, and uh, it was him. Jimmy wow. Brown, I was, I said, it's wow. a pleasure to meet you. Wow. So we, well, let's hope. We had a lot of, you know, we had our share of big, important people like uh, that were in the business that were wondering how we were doing it. <laughs> well, it was magical. And then the, the one of the stories I love is when you're told that Frank Sinatra came in when uh, Jackie Wilson was there. No, oh, Frank Sinatra never came there. Oh, I thought you Nothing. said Sinatra came in. No, that was Jerry's, one no. of Jerry's stories. No, no, Sinatra never was there. Oh, okay. No. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, well, let's listen to a little OJ's here. This one, I, I didn't oh, even remember boy, this song. Oh, my boy, the OJ's. Yeah, hey, where oh, you live? I meant to tell you, I told Kenny Gamble and Hop when they were there, I said, you know, two of the best groups that we have here without hit, really hit records are the OJ's and the Blue Notes. I said, so when you go back, uh, see if you can write some hits. <laughs> and before you know it, they ended up writing a couple of hits for each of the group. Wow. They wrote that, If You Don't Know Me By Now and The Love I Lost for the Blue Notes. And I think they wrote Soul Train and Backstabber. Wow. For the OJ's. Well, I think Eddie so, Levert, I think Eddie Levert mentioned that when he was on the show. Yeah. Okay, well, go ahead. Here we go. Let it here we go. go. I hope this comes across better. Let's see.
trying to get a hold of them, Rudy. I can't, but... No, 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 I mean, no. I'm least... just trying to make, make you aware that, like... Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's killing me. Your voice <laughs> is clear as, clear as a bell, you know? It's it's the same way on this end. I just tried to, to reach them by way of the um, email, by chat, but I can't. But I'm going to definitely put a complaint in. But, um, boy, oh, boy. I mean, that guy. I mean... <laughs> You know, we hear the genius of Teddy, then Harold, and and then you hear Eddie Levert. Just, I mean, it's I, he, he, talk about singing your heart out. That guy could get down, boy. That Eddie, oh, when he, when he gets down, he gets down, boy. As they <laughs> say in the soul soul music business, when you get down, you get down. <laughs> My God, you know, imagine again. I don't remember that song as much as the others, but, you know, with him testifying like that, you know, I mean, that, that, see what the audience doesn't know. And we were there, the crowd would become insane. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, they, uh, would be, they would be testifying. They'd be screaming, sing it. Sing it, Eddie. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, we'll get it going. I, I, I can't wait till we bring it back to life again and film it, and this way we can see it the rest of our remaining life. Exactly. You know, I, um, well, I got another treat. I don't know if this group uh, actually played the club, but um, my God, I mean, it's just typical of the times and the beauty of the music and the lyrics and the, the talent of the singers themselves. Did you ever have the Commodores there? Uh, No. You didn't. No, never no. had them. Uh, the funny thing is, I I bought I bought a club on Cape Cod. Zax, uh, I think it was at Falmouth. Oh yeah. Yeah, I bought that club, and they used to play there regular, and uh, every season with Lionel Richie. But then wow. Lionel Richie took off, and uh, the group played there. For me, without Lionel Richie. So oh, okay. I had the group down there, down the Cape. Okay. Uh, but they never worked in Sugar Shack. Oh, okay. I was, hey, Rudy. Um, yes. Hang on. We got Chuck on my cell phone. Um, Chuck says, go ahead, Chuck. I got it right up to the speaker. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it's slightly distorting the songs, but they're coming through pretty clear on and loud on my computer. So it may just be your, your hookup somehow. Uh, you know, and it's not as good as before. Again, it's slightly distorting, but it's not faint and cutting out. So for whatever that's worth. Great, Chuck. You, you're calling the 646-929 number and you're not getting in? Yeah, yeah. I, I've called like four times and you talked a whole bunch of stuff and then went to the next song and didn't see me or whatever. So I'm just calling to say, Rudy, it's okay. At least it's coming out to me or anyone else probably. At least good. Not great like before, but good and not terrible. So... Did you well, hear that's that, good Rudy? news. That's good news. Yeah. That is yeah. good news because it's more important to get the audience uh, correct uh, with the music and uh, make them happy and satisfied. Yeah, we'll get it. Thank you. Thank you, Chuck. Thanks for getting to us. Great. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I got another complaint then. I don't know why his call didn't come in. Sometimes they have some technical difficulties, so... But that's nice to know, Rudy. We're we're getting across here. Yeah, we're getting across to the public, which is the most important thing. Right now, so so th- did they play in the club when you owned it down in the Cape? Yeah, they played one season, I think, the first season that we took over. Oh, okay, okay. So at least but there's with, a connection without, without Lionel Richie, because Lionel Richie took off as a. Right. As a single artist, and he became big, and uh, so I, he automatically left the group. Yep. Well, I think we can play a song. If he, if it was that close and they played for you, what the heck? <laughs> what the heck? Talk about a genius group. I mean, the music's too good. 
not to play. Let's see if we're luckier on this one. Forever, 
I'd be like my friend Alton. I'd be ready to throw my panties up there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I mean, trying to get Wayne. I was trying to call Wayne Cocker, but his line is busy, busy, busy. So I'll give yeah, up on him. Well, you know what I'm gonna do? well, you know what I'm going to do, Rudy? I'm going to. Um, I've got his address. I'm going to write him a letter. Well, I get his phone number if you want a phone number. No, I got the phone number, but I got the yeah. same problem you do. It's never not busy. It's busy all the time. Oh. Yeah, drop him a quick note and uh, make him alert him to the Facebook. He'll appreciate that. If you look at my Facebook, we posted the picture, him and I, in the back door of the Sugar Shack, where all the, uh, where all the people of the band used to come in, you know, all the people that work there. Right. Great, great. Um, you know, you just, uh, we're going back, you know, 40 years, 50 years, and you hear the lyrics to these songs and, I mean, they're still alive. (laughs) Yeah. And we gotta, you're right, but it's somewhere in the back burner. We got to put it on the front burner. Right. We got to get, we got to get lucky. Somebody's got to come along and, you know, all we got to do is, I don't know, Tom, if you know any like beer companies or liquor companies or beverage companies, they're the ones that sponsor some of these shows, you know? 
You know, well, exactly. I was the, one well, of the first guys, when I came here to do the shows for the Sahara in 83, they were waiting to go on a stock issue, and they didn't have much capital. So I says to the owner, I says, listen, you do business with these beverage companies and liquor companies. I says, when you see these soccer things and uh, these outdoor fe- uh, these outdoor tennis matches and things like that and soccer, they got all these sponsors. If you notice, their advertisement around the ring. Yo, I says, why don't you why don't you go ahead and try and contact your sponsor? your sponsors and see if they'll donate to the show and then we'll have like a playbook like the the Broadway shows on Broadway. They got that little playbook and things like yep. that. Yep. That's what we could do. We gotta we gotta see if anybody in your area knows some of the beverage guys or the the liquor guys or the beverage guys and the uh, you know and the beer guys. And they, well, uh, between the two of them, between the three of them, we could probably put it together. Well, I'm glad you brought this up because George um, Wilson, the documentarian, talked to me yesterday. He wants me to wants us to pick a date because we're going to fly out in October to do the pitch reel, the sizzle reel. And once we have that, then we're going to be able to do a lot with crowdfunding, you know, Kickstarter, those kind of things. We can get this going, but we need that film. What we need to do is maybe George with his resume could go to the local beer companies and beverage companies and uh, the beer companies, and he probably can raise a million dollars with them, and we could put the Soul well, that's Festival. Pl- huh? Right. Well, that's the, the plan. But, right, but th- that's the plan, Rudy, but nothing sells like uh, video. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, what I'm saying is that uh, uh, we, I'm, ta- I'm talking to you about a guy out there, and I just you just mentioned the guy, George, uh, George Wilson with George his Wilson. resume. Right. Wilson with, with his resume could, uh, once he gets the, doc, the film with me and this and that or whatever, he could go to those business companies and uh, – Well, yeah, exactly. You can get two, two, three hundred thousand out of them. Exactly. So what we need you to do Right. So, Rudy, what we need is for you and Susanna to sit down and give us a good couple of dates that are good for us to fly in. Well, you tell me when the dates... uh, Every day is good for me, uh, except Thursday I'm on a podcast show. (laughs) <laughs> well, <we're>, <laughs> <laughs> well, what we'd like to do, <clears throat> Rudy, is we'd like to um, to see if we can hook it up, maybe put Susanna to work, to hook it up so that we could get Eddie Levert. We could get maybe, you mentioned um, Gladys Knight. And if we could get well, even I'll with... Me, I'll tell you the truth. These, these, these acts are unpredictable, you know. They might say yes and never show up. You know, that's another well, that's thing. All right. you know? That's yeah, but at least if we have at least if we got a maybe, you know, it's better than nothing. Well, what I gotta do is try and create a hook for them to come. Right. If well can... tell them what the well part of the hook is that they're gonna this film is gonna be in the documentary, so there's the hook. 
No, the hook is to invite him to dinner or something. Uh, oh, and, sure, uh, sure, little, sure. It's yeah, a little exactly. get together. A little get together, and uh, I want to celebrate that uh, they want to do a documentary on the Sugar Shack and me. And uh, Good. since you people live in town, I would like to invite you on the 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 what do you call it? A take? Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, right, exactly. Well, you know, I have an idea. I've got a great friend who owns uh, about five car dealerships, one of them being Toyota. He may be able to put us in touch with Toyota. You're right. We go for a sponsor. Yeah. Believe me when I tell you. They, all these big festivals. You've got to see there's a festival out here, uh, the 25th, 26th, and 27th, downtown Las Vegas. They rope off the whole area. And they got about 30 acts, 40 acts, maybe more, you know. And uh, one of them is Stevie Wonder. And I'm going to try and get down there. I don't know how, but see if I can talk to him and uh, get through to him. And uh, I'm going to make any kind of a deal he wants to come in with us to do the festival. Because once you've got one lead singer like that, then you've got a giant. But these singers get a half a million dollars a day. I know. It's amazing. Well, because I must have paid him thirty-five or four thousand dollars. I don't remember what when he was little, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> but and now he's the same man getting a half a million to a million dollars a night. <laughs> all right. Well, the reason they get that kind of money is because they bring in that kind of money. Not only that, they got sponsors. It they create a big event, and a big event means big money. Right, we have, exactly. We have a show here that comes every June. It's called the Electrical Daisy Carnival. This past June, they did over 400,000 people. They right. already re-signed for next year. Get your tickets now. <laughs> right, right. They're coming back next June. They come. See, they try to bring these big festivals uh in the offs, uh, months that are very slow. They figure June is a slow month because everybody's uh, getting ready for vacations and things like that. And uh, one thing, another thing, December was like a slow month, so they brought in the the rodeo, and that sold out for years. It still it still comes in every December. Wow! So they look they look for things that. Uh, We'll uh, fill in some of the slow periods. Okay. Well, we want to come out probably this, the third or fourth week in October for a couple of days. And if we could set something up, you know, start thinking about that because we're going to get this film. And then yeah. with the film, we'll be able to raise some money. Right. Uh, Josh could go to these companies and uh, believe me, are you your friend with the Toyota and all that? It's got to be those Toyota sponsors so much money on television and everything. You know, for an event like this with uh, maybe 60,000 people coming to see it in three days, 20,000 a night. Yep. uh, That's going to be a lot of excitement. Yep. I love it. Okay, so you'll you'll talk to Susanna and, and talk about a time. Give us a couple of days. Yeah, well, let's, uh, because I maybe get some rooms for you. How many people are going to come out? Uh, George and me, maybe Billy. Okay, three. 
All right. So and uh, now my uh, Susanna's husband does a. Uh, He's a light. Uh, he's a light man for the union. You know, he works in the union. Uh, he's an electrician. You know, he does mostly the lights. He can okay. uh, help with. Uh, you're gonna need some light on uh, and a camera. Well, George will have the camera. Yes, he'll have the camera. So we'll have to, uh, my my son-in-law with some of the the lights equipment or something. You know. Great. Well, good. You know, I'm gonna see. I'm going to see how we can do this. If I can uh, create a little party, then you know they're going to show up. Excellent. 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 Well, okay, so October, November, whenever you can fit it all together. Okay. I think after we get this thing done, after that, I think Josh can go out and hit some of these uh, beer companies in Boston, like I say, the beverage and liquor companies, and the up-front with the Toyota. We should be able to squeeze uh, a couple of hundred thousand out of them, you know? What the hell is well, a couple of hundred thousand of Budweiser beer or liquor? Because most of the companies, all they do all that sponsoring. And yeah, Visa, well, Visa and MasterCard, they're another big sponsors. Right. Well, George, as George says, if we can get a film with you on there, obviously, and somebody like Gladys Knight or Eddie Levert or the lead singer of the Four Tops, just a couple of those, it's going to make this thing, or even Natalie Cole, if she ever shows up, we could go to L.A. and get her. That's all we need to give this thing credibility. Okay, so now, one thing, before you come out, I want to make sure we can... uh, I can put together a party Good. of uh, Eddie and Gladys and uh, maybe the four tops that live here and uh, see if we can uh, get them to agree to come to a dinner and a little celebration of the Sugar Shack 50. I can, you know, I'll butter it up. It's a 50-year anniversary. And uh, once we yeah. get them to a dinner, then we got them. Then we show well, up. We're good. Yeah, and we should, George, is, George is trying to get together. George is trying to get together with Sherry Berry too. Sherry Gotti. Oh, she loves oh, Sherry Gotti. Sherry I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Sherry Gotti. In fact, her stepsister is singing there tonight. Okay. She's got a show every Thursday too. Okay. All well, right. Good. Uh, maybe well, I great maybe show. I can get Frankie. Maybe I can get Frankie Valley here in the Four Tops. Beautiful. Beautiful. And you can open up uh, the yeah, dialogue. I'll open for them. <laughs> I think maybe, yeah, we got to throw a monster party. Yeah, all right. All right. Let, me I love it. I can get, let me see if I can get some help from Henry Myron to throw a party. <laughs> here we go. Well, I sent that letter to Henry, so we'll see what happens. All right. Okay. Hey, listen, That's the new a... plan. Uh, we're going to aim to start a party and film the, and film uh, me and the, hopefully the party, if we can get it on, and then go to the fundraiser. You got it. I well, think that I'm sounds gonna... great. Okay. Does that have gonna... a little? Yeah, I'm going to sign off with one go... more. Yeah, I'm going to oh, sign off with one more from the Commodores. Here's, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week, Rudy. All right, so I'm going to sign off. Take care.
Blue 